Hello, guys, and welcome to Behind the Bunker. This is uh, episode... I'm not even sure, to be honest with you. All I know is I'm locked at home, and I am by myself. I don't have any help. I don't have Matt, the Crypt, doing any of the production. I don't have Josh Zubizabrikis, Gavin Sharma, or even Joe Kimson from Flaggers Paintball here helping me. So I've had to call in a ringer, ladies and gentlemen. As you know, I uh, gave uh, Nick a call and said, Nick, what are you doing? And he says, I have lots to do. And I said, please, you owe me a favor. Remember that time I covered for you in Tijuana? And he said, okay, but this is the last time. So uh, I brought in with me Nicholas, uh, I call him Bartholomew, but it's not. It's Nicholas Thaddeus. That's me, baby. Very Romanesque name. Is that is that what the background is? Uh, you know what? That's a good question. I've never looked up the origin of it, um, but it was my my dad's dad's name, and so it's my middle name. And I thought it was gonna be clever and like write it on my cup, but it, not <laughs> a good idea. Didn't work out. So <laughs> didn't, didn't work out. Guys, if you're watching us live in the chat, let us know as well if. Um... Oh, yeah, does the audio work? Yeah, let us know if the audio is working. We're going to, uh, I'm taking a moment right now to like and share so that everybody knows that we are good. And, and uh, there we go. All right, so we are good. So, here, this is what you're going to do. If you click on this, that comes up here, and you can see, guys, that uh, Greg Beck says the sound is good. And then I'm going to click it again to take it away. So, if anything relevant comes up there, by all means, put it on there. I have a uh, assistant tonight, Nick. So, <laughs> so if you click the red now, that takes Greg's uh, comment away. Because be honest, with you Greg only needs to be heard for a second, and then that's it. Then he can go away. So here we go, ladies and gentlemen. I have Nick Sloyak. He is uh, live. Where? Where are you right now? I am in the GI Sports offices in Fort Lauderdale, Florida, where it is about seventy-five degrees and sunny. Well, sun's going down, but it's nice out. I was there in Florida two weeks ago, and the weather was not nice. I was wearing pants and a hoodie pretty much the whole time. There was where, couple... where in Florida though? Up north? Uh, I was in the center center of Florida, uh, Lake Wales. Um, we were at the highest point in Florida, which really meant nothing, because <laughs> Florida is basically just a an entire state of swamp. But uh, yeah, Lake Wales, and uh, what was the other town I was near? Um, I don't know where Legoland is. If that helps. Nope. Lakeland. Lakeland. Lakeland, Florida. Okay. Yeah, there you go. So here we are, ladies and gentlemen. Um, okay, so Nick is choppy. I'm choppy. I don't think so. I think that's just them. All right. Well, we'll yeah, continue on. You guys. I think we're fine. All right. So you're now, are you locked in? What is the rules governing where you guys are now? Uh, so I think something just came out today saying um, groups no larger than 10. <clears throat> Um, in Florida, a lot of the beaches are closed, and a, a lot of uh, people are giving the um, a lot of people are giving the governor of Florida a hard time because he hasn't really he didn't make an, like an executive decision to close all the beaches. And, and spring break is going on right now, and so it's been pretty uh, pretty busy down here. Yeah, yeah. I think my mom says it's been choppy. It's been pretty busy down here in Florida. So um, I don't know. Restaurants are closed. It's takeout only. Um, any non-essential, not not all non-essential businesses. Like I stopped by Best Buy today, and it uh, it worked out pretty well. But it's curbside pickup for everything, for restaurants, for takeout, for breweries. Um, I know movie theaters, gyms, all closed. Hmm. 
Okay. Nick, you sound great on my end, and we are recording this. So if anybody okay. uh, wants to go back at any point in time, they can listen to this on our podcast. Uh, that is available anywhere you get your podcast from. So like iTunes, Google Play, a- anywhere, anywhere. So hopefully uh, Nick's, uh, Nick's uh, voice will improve it. Let's try doing this. I'll give you all the attention on here, and maybe that will uh, <laughs> help the audio as well. Um, Gavin Sharma sent in a question. He wanted to know, by the way, Nick, um, are you going to follow all the health recommendations that are out there and shave your beard? <laughs> no. Yeah. See, you have the opposite effect. If I grow anything, my daughters hate me. They don't want anything to do with it. Um, they want it smooth. They don't want anything scratchy. Really? <laughs> yeah. And in all fairness, I agree because I mean, I've seen you unshaven and it's not a pretty picture. <laughs> yeah. Um, one sec, Nick, I'm going to disconnect and reconnect. We're having some sound issues, so stand by. All right, let's see. Did that fix it? Can you guys hear me? Yeah, they can hear you. Struggle is real tonight. Yeah, that's perfect. I'm not sure. How, how is your internet where you are? Dude, I'm plugged in, man. I I stopped at Best Buy this morning to get the, uh, the Thunderbolt, uh, ethernet connector for this, this, uh, MacBook. Yeah, yeah. I'm using well, there you go. So as I said, ladies and gentlemen, all of uh, all of this is being recorded tonight, so you can download it in a podcast form. And we're also going to, if it's that bad, we'll re-air it uh, later on so it's up there for posterity. So very cool. Oh, there we go. People are saying much better. Pervert. Yeah, I yeah. love you too, Nikki Kuba. Very Shout good. Shout out to that guy. Nikki who? How, Kuba. When did, when did he play last? Uh, you know what? I think Actually, he didn't played 10-man play last year. He, I think he played 10-man, but I also think he, yeah, he was at Cup playing with a divisional team. Ah, very good. Dude, he sneaks he sneaks it in there. He's he gets in there and he plays. Yeah, yeah. Uh who's James Debbie Sloyak? That would be my mom and my dad. Ah, they say he's so handsome, with or without a beard. Yeah, yeah. mom knows best. <laughs> I better watch my comments or mom's gonna heckle me. Ah, um, that's all good. So with this quarantine, you went out to uh Best Buy and we won't talk about COVID nineteen for, for very much here, but I want to know you went you went out to Best Buy today, I know, to go get an internet dongle, but what about, did you stock up on anything? Have you bought anything that, uh, kind of thinking that the end of the world's going to come? No, um, and it's interesting because down here in Florida, it's it's pretty standard um, for that this kind of stuff to happen when hurricanes are approaching, which is, you know, I've only been down here for a little over two years, and luckily we haven't had to experience one. There was that crazy one uh, this past year that set off the coast and just decimated the Bahamas. Um but a lot of people uh, kind of freaked out and treated it that way. So a lot of the bottled water was gone. Um, the whole, all the frozen sections in almost every single major grocery store that I went into was was completely empty. Um, no pastas, no cereals, no eggs. Uh, all the poultry was gone. A lot of steaks. So I, I took the, you know, <laughs> the time to go. Okay, well, I, I love steak, so well, exactly. I will get myself one. Forget the toilet paper. I would take the steaks. Absolutely. Yeah, Nikki says that. Steaks and beer, baby. There's plenty of that. To- the toilet paper, this toilet paper thing is just out of control. 
Um, but no toilet paper, no paper towels. Uh, but you know, that's why God invented wet wipes. Well, yeah, or yeah, really, eh? And we all still have running water. That's the thing people forget about. People are stocking up on bottles of water, but yeah, tap water works, and you, you can go get a filter. Yeah. Uh, so, like, nothing for, on my end. No real, like, major uh, stocking up or or anything crazy. Just making sure that we have our, our daily essentials. Um, you know, the Florida, hours here have changed. With go all ahead. you guys in Florida, though, you know, with with this pandemic, you know, being announced and all this cautious, did you did you see anybody boarding up their windows just out of habit for whenever there's like some sort of uh, storm warning? So businesses have <clears throat> businesses that have already made the decision to be closed. Or have to be closed due to uh, the like, you know order uh, from their local municipality or just the state um, because they have the availability to have their storm shutters up. They have put them up. Yeah, no, that's cool. Well, whatever, good, good for them. At least, at least it's going to stop looting and stuff, right? Um, so here's the problem. I've been stuck at home for almost well a week and a half since I got home, and uh, it it it's all well and good. It's fun, and I've got work to do periodically. I do it. But more times than not, I'm kind of sit there doing nothing. So I've really done a couple things. I've started binging on Netflix, and I've started going down serious rabbit holes on YouTube. Oh, there you go. What are you, what are you doing? Are you are you into any of that yet? Or uh, I guess you're still working, so you're. Yeah, I'm still working. I'm coming in and working, and um, I've got a four month. Or actually, I've got a, oh my gosh, four month. I have a six month old at home, so uh, there's no binge. I, yeah, there's no binge. Well, at night, my uh, my wife is watching The Heart of Dixie. So like I kind of sit there and just watch that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The Heart of Dixie. I think I just lost a little respect. It's okay. It's okay. <laughs> it's all right. Yeah, it's all right. It's all right. I uh, I I've been uh, going down the serious YouTube rabbit hole, unfortunately, and it's uh, our our carriers, um, like our internet providers. They've taken all the. Uh, the limitations away so if you had x amount oh. of gigs download so they've unloaded for everybody so where i would normally be not streaming stuff on my phone i was driving to work the other day to go pick up some stuff and i was streaming youtube because i could you know Dude, there's no there's the no best. bandwidth there's no yeah it was good the only downside to that is every time i try to do a live show um our internet this time of night everybody's watching netflix i mean in my house there's probably two people upstairs watching netflix um, another one on their on their tablet so it's, you know, and then Alexa, she's constantly listening and uploading, right? So <laughs> that's funny. Yeah. Do you do, do you do YouTube a lot? Um, you know what? I try not to because it's just one of those things like, like Instagram, like it will just suck me in and I will find myself going from one thing to another. And the majority of the time, um, I'm logged in, uh, on the GI sports YouTube channel. <laughs> So uh -huh. yeah, I don't want to get carried away and start like, it start like watching stuff there, but um, uh, yeah, Gavin I mean Charma, not so much. Sorry, Gavin. I don't interrupt. Gavin Sharma said blue solo cup spotted. Yeah, he's hobo. He's oh, at yeah. work. He yeah, he doesn't yeah, have yeah. the red solo money. Yeah, we're out of red. Uh, we just went through all of our green cups, and now uh, it's blue. And for those of you wondering, I am drinking a bourbon barrel aged uh, stout. BA Vanilla Geek from it McKellar. It's so good they don't put anything on their label. It's like when you go to those discount canned well, goods so stores. It was it was filled. Um, so with the go back going back to the closures, 
uh, brewery down here, and all the breweries in South Florida are, are killing it right now because they're just they're selling all their good stuff, and it's it's amazing. But one of the local breweries here, uh, Three Sons Brewing, their first uh, anniversary was the 21st of March, and they couldn't have their party uh. because of the limitations of having people into establishments. So, um, McKellar sent them a keg of this beer, and they couldn't sell it. They couldn't sell it or have people come to get drafts, and so they filled up these 16 ounce silver cans. Uh, and we're selling it for pickup. So I was like, Phew. bourbon Very barrel aged motor oil stout. Yes, please. Very good. We, uh, yeah, it's only 14 and a half percent alcohol by volume. Good for mm. you. Yeah. We, America. everything's been closed. It's all now non-essential stuff now. So, I mean, we're, unfortunately for us, the beer store and the liquor stores are still open, but everything is closed. Every paintball field, any, any, anything. Yeah. Um, so let's uh, let's move out of this COVID uh, quarantine nonsense. Um, so NXL. Oof. We are uh, the best. We've seen <laughs> we've seen some cancellations. Uh, NXL Europe has been postponed. At least they're not canceling it. They're postponing until the end of the season. So that's kind of cool. Uh, you guys have already played uh, uh, Las Vegas. Do you recall? Were you there? Did you get a chance to play Las Vegas? Yeah, you know, I try to get, I try to, uh, sort of to get out there as much as I can. You know, <laughs> Vegas is, you know, like my second home. Uh, but yeah, got out there and, and had some fun. Um, you know, we dabbled a little bit. We, we practiced some some teams and uh, we got lucky. I should say we, we we hit we hit we hit blackjack. Now what? Now, okay, so let's be honest. Did you get lucky, or was it just sort of the right guys playing on the right field layout? Like what? I'm not going to insult so, you, but you guys had a couple new people infused onto your team this year, and whenever that happens, it either happens instantly, and there's a click, or it takes a season or two for people to sort of get into it. Now, you're not a spring chicken. You've been around the the, the pro circuit. You've played with a lot of these guys before, and you've been playing a lot, so for you, it's not your first rodeo, but did you find it easy to click with these guys? Uh, I did. <clears throat> I did and I didn't. There was, there, I'll be honest, the first weekend of practice I came out, the team had already like Todd hit me up. He's like, "Hey man, I want you to come out and you know play on the team. We're gonna have these two tryouts back to back weekends. Can you come out?" And the first weekend, I'd already it was actually over the ICPL weekend uh, in Florida, the first ICP, NXL ICPL ten man event. So, so playing with Northwest Road, I was like, "Hey, I'm committed to, to go play with these guys." Uh, but I come out the next weekend, and so the first weekend was kind of that I was out there was actually the second weekend of practice and tryouts that the Ironmen were having, um, where Peyton Trabata came out made the team and a couple of other guys um christian kids he's a great player there's a lot of a lot of actually really good talent came out in any case uh i didn't really get to play a lot with it with the guys in the team with al Fernandez and thomas kim and a rod and like we were all out there but we were mixing it in with a lot of these guys that were trying out for the team so i was like man this is kind of this is kind of crazy to be out here for the first time and not really be playing with the ironman the guys that are on the team and, and i get you know it was the process of building a team and getting everything set for the, the 2020 season. You know, that's a big undertaking for Todd and, and for the whole organization. And um, Dave DeHaan, Dave Youngblood was out there. Um, Davey Williamson came out, Todd Martinez. Oh, well, Todd Martinez, obviously he's the coach, but uh, grouping, grouping him in with um, Matty Marshall came out. Uh, a lot of guys came out and there was a, a lot of good times that were had. But the first weekend of practice like that, I was like, man, this is kind of crazy. 
because we're not actually playing as the Ironman, we're playing as, as a tryout. And then the layout dropped a couple of weeks later, and we I got to come in and we played those two weekends in the layout. We had a great practice against Heat. Um, the second weekend we played against Mutiny, uh, Aftermath, CEP came out, and then the Russians made it on to Camp Pendleton at Victory Sports Park on Sunday. Nice. Uh, which is, you know, it's crazy, you know, foreshadowing that we would end up playing them in the finals, but they gave us a really good look. And I think that ultimately helped us. But if to go back to saying like luck, like I kind of thought about that. You know, if you look at the way our bracket worked out and who we played, we had to play X Factor again. They were in our prelim bracket. We had to play Revo again. They were in our prelim bracket. And we, you know, we the Revo whole was crazy because we played them at night and it got so dark. We're like, hey, we're gonna, we're gonna call this. We got to play them a bunch more on Sunday morning. We ended up losing, but that was a good warm up for us. Play X Factor. It's okay. Yep, you're good. Yeah. <laughs> All right. What I'm going to do, Nick, is I'm going to uh, disconnect you one more time, and we're going to reconnect you again only because uh, for some reason you went away, but we're going to bring you back. Nick, do I have you there? Hmm. Maybe I'm not here. Nope. Uh, looks like we've got you. All right. All right, so my namesake, Todd Martinez, does he live up to the to, to the name? How how, how does he live up to the name? <laughs> <laughs> how are you enjoying? Okay. That was my horrible segue to ask. How is he as a coach? You've known him for years. You've spent lots of time on broadcast. I see with Go Sports. How is he as a coach? Were you looking forward to that? Um, yeah. Oh, no, totally. <clears throat> totally looking forward to it. It's one of those things where we're good again. Is Todd will come up into the booth. It's always been an interesting dynamic to be with him on Go Sports and talk through matches and, and his outlook on games and what personnel should do and his knowledge of other teams. Because the majority of the time when you're up there, you're not talking about your team and your game plans. So... To he, you know, everyone has a different outlook and perspective. Um, shout out to Matt Angles. I saw what you did in NXL, sharing the sharing the, the cast here. Um, he has a different outlook. And so to be actually part of that in that huddle, in that group of guys, and it's the Ironman. I mean, this is this isn't a you know a new team. This is the longest running pro professional team out there right now. You know, I you know it, it means a lot to him and it means a lot to Dave and to Chris Chris Williamson and, and that whole organization. So you know, he's got a very um, open. See, Arthur, he's got a very open-ended look uh, to the game, and to him, a lot of stuff is common sense. You know, if I tell you to do these things, just do it. Why aren't you doing it? And um, 
You know, he's in a, it's a trial by fire. A lot of these guys that were, that were newer to the team got their chances to go out there and, and he gives you your opportunity and he rewards those that go out there and have success. And he also calls you out if you, if you F up and it's great. And, um, you know, I'm, I'm lucky where I get to spend time with him and his wife and his family at, at their home. And so that's also really another fun side because a lot of my time with Todd over the years has been, <laughs> has been in the booth, uh, or at, uh, I guess it's like other, you know, other events, some BKI stuff, some Boston paintball combine stuff, but he's a great coach. He's a great friend. <clears throat> he's loyal to the end. And, uh, you know, he, he put faith in me brought me on the squad and gave me my spins. And it's one of those things where, you know, I love him for it. Uh, Garv, little Garvin Sharma, um, who's uh, ready to go to bed. Uh, he asked one question. I want to get that on. He says, is Todd a better coach or was he a better player? Dude, I'll tell you what. So it's, for me and my perspective of that, it's kind of crazy because coming up into the Chicagoland area and, you know, just dreaming of being on Chicago Aftershock uh, and kind of like being at ends with Dynasty, because if, if you guys know your history, one of the, the first 10 man pro or the first pro 10 man event that after or Aftershock played against Dynasty, uh, Dynasty played against Aftershock in the finals, uh, the game was given to Dynasty at the end. And so it was kind of one of those things that when if you're a shock fan and you're on aftershock coming up in the era that I did, you were you were taught two things. You hate the All Americans and, and you, you kind of hate Dynasty. And so Todd was one of those guys though that came over and played for Aftershock from that Dynasty Iron Kids camp. And so to see him out in Chicago playing with Aftershock, playing against other teams that would come in was kind of surreal. You know, and you know, at that time. Uh, you know, Patrick Spore was doing videos. There was a lot of dirter. There was a lot of stuff to watch. And Todd was always that voice and that kid that we can kind of relate to. He's, he's you know, he's only, you know, five years, I think, older than I am. Maybe a little bit, maybe a little bit older. We won't, we won't get the numbers. Wow. He's <clears throat> yeah, 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 yeah. But, um, you know, he killed it, man. He single hand, he single handedly, there's the, uh, and I can't remember what game it was. Maybe it was the finals, but they're playing on the JT Diamond pyramid field and he wins it like he shoots like three or four guys and comes back and hangs the flag and he's a phenomenal paintball player um and he's got a mind for the game and he's got an outlook of the game that uh you know building the team he's built obviously yeah yeah hey uh for all of you guys who are watching at home tonight uh especially those of you guys that may not know the show we are a weekly paintball show we go live every monday night uh, we are behind the bunker we also put all of our stuff up all our content up as podcasts. You can find them on iTunes, Google Play, basically anywhere that you get your podcasts from. So if you guys are looking for some paintball content, especially uh, during this time where people are being quarantined and stuff, go back. There's a ton of uh, old content that we've done, old, but content that we've put out and uh, you guys should definitely check it out. I've had lots of messages this week who people have just discovered our podcast and are going back and watching them. So so go, go, go check that out. Um, but... While we're talking about Todd's, uh, you and I have an has have had an opportunity to play paintball. Uh, we played on a few teams. We played on an All Star game. We played on uh, we played a bunch of times. So that was that was cool. And I know that was probably your. I'm I'm going to fill in your blank here. That was your highlight of your career so far. Um, but is there? Yeah, let me let me do that while I ask you my question. So you've had um, uh, you've had the opportunity to play with. You've had the opportunity to play with me and uh, a, a lot of different a lot of different players. Is there any player that you haven't played with yet that you'd still like to? Uh, 
Uh, we lost you again. One sec. Let me disconnect you again. Sorry, buddy. I'm not sure why that that, that happens, but uh, all right. Let me see if I can hear you, Nick. Do that again. Yeah, for some reason, I am not hearing you. So I'm going to do one more time and then I'm going to uh, one sec. So thank you guys for paying attention and uh, putting up with this while you guys are home. Unfortunately, in our neighborhood, everyone is quarantined. So all of our Internet bandwidth is getting used up and uh, keeps not nicking, kicking Nick off. All right. Do we have you back, Nick? I'm back. I'm here. I've never left. And they can hear you. So you had an opportunity to play with me, but who is that player that you really wish that you would either join a team with or have that opportunity to play with? Do you have a player out there? Uh, I have, a, I think, a group of players, or at least two that I can think of for sure, uh, and that would probably be uh, Alex Frazier and Yosh Rao and some of the older Dynasty guys. Yep. Um, I had a really awesome experience being able to play uh, and have Ryan Greenspan guest with us on Heat in 2013 in Europe. And that was a really that was a really cool experience, uh, having looked up to Ryan and and um, you know watched him play forever, and uh, you know getting the chance to play against him and then actually be able to play as a you know have him as a teammate it was really cool. Um, Nicky Cuba, you know, got to give him a shout out, uh, but <laughs> I haven't I haven't been able to play with him as a teammate, but I played with him against him a few times up in Boston, as tradition as tradition would have it. Uh, but I would say probably Frazier. Um, and Yo should be cool. Okay. A couple other guys, if I can go back to older school guys, I would Bob Long, um, yeah, yeah. Ryan Fow from Infamous, Travis Lemansky. You know, I grew up watching those guys. Those guys being from Michigan would come to the Chicagoland area at Badlands and play against Aftershock quite a bit. Uh, that'd be pretty cool. Yeah. Jason Hansen says uh, Nick Solanka wants to play with OG Nick Brown. Yeah, you know, can't mess with Nick Brown. Nick Brown, dude, he's a guy's a killer, uh, does a mean impression. He uh, he's 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 part of the crew. That guy's that guy's that guy's lethal. Now, Nikki Cuba, better player or better fisherman? A uh, player. I don't think that guy can catch a fish to save his life. Okay, I follow. I think I follow him on one of uh, one of the social media channels, and 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 I always picture him holding a fish. So maybe that's. Uh, I'm thinking of Pete. Or Pete, Mister You. That's who I'm thinking of. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yes, yeah that's yeah, who yeah. I'm thinking of. He, that's who I like better. Apparently. <laughs> Apparently. <laughs> Sorry, um, Nikki. So um, here's a random question before I get back into the question. Josh Zubizabrikas sent in a question. He wants to know, do you eat your Twix or any of your candy bars with a knife and fork, or do you eat it with your hand like an animal? I'm an animal. Okay, very good. <laughs> so Ironman, what's, what's playing with the Ironman like different from let's say aftershock or houston heat or or any other other teams that you've played for in the past um obviously todd we've talked about uh, as the coach but um you they're out in california how's that how does that work for practicing and uh, what what have you committed this year uh so it's it's interesting you know that is a question because i i've only had three practices with the team and then the week for the event so it is it's definitely a big commitment to fly out um to california it's different now you know having grown up in chicago when i did when i did fly out to different teams uh heat x factor for a time for a year at least um 
you know, it was Chicago being as central as it is, it's easy to get a direct flight. Fort Lauderdale, not not a major hub. Um, so flying United, where I have uh, status and just uh, an awards, or I guess part of the club there. It's it's definitely not as bad as it could be. I guess as worse as it could be, but it's still it's still a pretty serious flight, and then having to work. Um, so definitely kind of different there in terms of travel, in terms of how everything is run. I mean, the Ironmen are probably one of the last true factory teams or the longest running factory team being part of die and and i'll tell you one of the coolest things and it was it was fun because at the the uh, national combine i was talking to tim montressor about this and there's only two probably two real organizations or companies and teams that have been able to do this but and smart parts being one with the all americans is when you i got i was brought onto the team i had a meeting with chris dave and, and todd and dave's like hey man you know you know you're you're, you're on the team uh, let's go get out and get you some gear. And they gave me a shopping cart and I got to go through die and they were, you know, Dave and, and Chris and Todd were just throwing stuff in the shopping cart. And that I, I got goosebumps because it was one of those things that growing up, I'd always heard stories of, yeah, of yeah. being able to go to your sponsor's facility and just load up on, on gear. And, yeah. you know, people like to say, you know, the heyday of paintball was, you know, 2005, 2006, 2007, but you know, I was playing way before then. And even then that was the stuff you were hearing about. So yeah, no, no, Man, was, it was such a cool experience. Yeah, and nothing and, against die, but for me, back when I was competing heavily, my vision was going to the JT warehouse. I wanted a new pair sure. of JT pants, a pack. I, I wanted everything. And back then, JT had every offering under the sun, from jerseys to pants to cleats to uh, bags, everything. And that was Old my... So I, I, I do, I mean, I'm jealous that you got a chance to go for a shopping cart through die. That would have been an awesome experience. Um, that's what I always envisioned was the JT, the JT walk of, of fame. <laughs> yeah, hey, well, you know what? I can, I can help you with that. We have some JT stuff coming out. Yeah. Now, for, for those people that don't know Nick Sloyak, you are not only uh, a pro paintball player, but you also work for GI Sports. And what is your capacity at GI Sports? So I do uh, the Imperial program, <clears throat> which is our sponsorship program for uh, divisional teams and our pro teams. So I'm, I'm kind of there on that end and helping the teams out, getting them set up with jerseys, with pants, with their packages, uh, making sure that they're represented well, that they get everything that they need and the full support that GI, Empire, JT, and to a point Tibbin has to offer. Um, and then I also do social media uh, and marketing. So um, chances are if you message JT, Empire, Tipman or GI on uh, Instagram, Facebook, uh, I'll be the one responding to you or directing your messages to the correct person. Ooh, uh, so if I want to have a private chat with Nick Sloyak, I can message those direct uh, directly. Yeah, yeah, and, and commenting as well. So people like to give me a hard time about that. Like, oh, you're a fanboy for GI, but, you know, it's kind of like my job. And it's one of those things, too, where, hey, you know, if we want to go deeper into it, like I was let go from GI, uh, few, you know, years ago and got brought back on. And it's one of those things where, like, hey, you know, these guys have been loyal to me and, and supported me and my and my craving and my passion for paintball. And so I'm going to be loyal to them back. And yeah, probably to a point I, I say some stuff that I shouldn't or or get a little to go too far down the rabbit hole. But, you know, I'd rather there be a voice in some of these circumstances and not let things get put out there that are deceptive or uh, that go against uh, paintball. But yeah. well, I guess that's just who I am. But GI letting you go is much like breaking up with a girl you you can't just do it once you have to do it a couple of times thanks man thanks <laughs> that's great yeah, yeah. Oh. in yeah. these uncertain times 
Yeah. I'm no going to get broken up with. So, so you work for GI Sports. You play for, uh, you, you play for um, um, Iron Man. Sorry. But you also, now, some people may know you through Go Sports as well. We talked about briefly the other night. I did not know that you weren't a paid employee from uh, Go Sports. You were just sort of someone that they've always asked to sort of help. Correct. <clears throat> so in moving, when I moved down here, everything was kind of in a, a, a little unique situation where uh, Go Sports, where I'm sitting right now is the GI side of, of our floor. Go Sports has some offices off down to my left. And so when I came in here, um, you know, a lot of positions at GI were kind of already held aside from what I was doing for social media. And so I was doing that, but also a big, a big part of my uh, job description and moving here was helping out and doing stuff for ghost sports. And so I just set up shop over there uh, and we do a lot of ghost sports stuff, but you know, Billy Saransky, El Presidente, El Jefe, uh, was like, Hey man, you know, we pay you, you know, you don't get paid by ghost sports, get over here get some work done so it's it's one of those things where it's you know we work together on a lot of stuff but we are two separate companies and um it's definitely fun it's something that i you know i miss going up there and commentating i i used to go up there and just do it when maddie asked me one because i get to hang out with maddie but two you want to learn um about your opponents and watch the best paintball that there is you know that is sitting in the booth is the best seat in the house and being forced to talk about the moves that are happening on the field in front of you yeah. and dissect why they're happening and trying to explain that to your audience. Well, that gives you the best possible understanding of your opponent. So I was like, well, heck yeah, I want to come up here and do this. Yeah. And then Richmond was like, Hey, yeah, you should, you should do this. I'll make this part of your job description. But Rich Richmond uh, has since stepped back and is no longer in that role. And so, you know, Billy's my guy yeah. and I, I listen to him and, and he's taught me a lot and I appreciate every day I have with him and everything that I've learned from him and John Rathman and all the other, you know, the people I work with here at GI, For uh, sure. For Steve sure. Rabikoff. And that was the other thing, like when you're up there and you're commentating and you're looking down, I mean, that is, that is the best way to scout another team. And, and, and again, like for those of you that are playing paintball uh, competitively, some of the best things you can do on your downtime is to go watch the team you're about to play or, other teams in general just to see maybe they're doing something that you're not catching up on and uh you know whenever you see a game that's like a three nothing lead that team's doing something right and you need to key up on what they're doing and when you're the team on the other side of the field and you haven't figured it out yet there's nothing more frustrating than hearing your teammates coming back to the pit going i don't know how they got me i i you know um so watching those games and, and sitting back in the pits, I mean, you may want to go and have a cheeseburger. You may want to go do something else, but your job is really should be out there watching the next uh, next team that you're playing. Um, so for you, that, that, I mean, you can't ask for anything better than that. No, no, you, you, you can't really. <clears throat> and it's one of those things too. It's it, You brought up a great point when you, you see that a team goes up three to zero, whatever, you know, takes a lead on another team. Um, you have to ask yourself why. Uh, Grayson Goff quote, you have to become a student of the game uh, and, and figure out why. But also, too, if you look at, you know, there are games that go, hey, we go up three to zero, and then the other team comes back and, and takes the lead. How did they come back? What did they see? What did they change yeah. to allow them to come back and win that game when they were down three to zero? Yeah. You know, they, you know. Did they, did they not quit? Why didn't they quit? What did they see? What did their coach see? What adjustments did they make? What personnel did they switch up? Whose job was switched out? There's, I mean, there's, there's, the, so there's infinite yeah, amount the variables of variables are insane. 
Yeah, and there's infinite amount of things that can make or break a team. You know, you can't just be a bunch of guys that are awesome players because that will only get you so far. You know, you have to have good pit management. You have to have a great pit crew so that you don't have to worry about it. You have to have someone taking care of you for your paint. You know, uh, you have to have someone in your pits who understands paint, storage of paint, how it should be put in pods. I mean, all of these things make a big deal. You have to have a coach who's been watching and understand what's going on. You as a player, you shouldn't have to think about anything but what you're doing. And if you got, if you have that knowledge of, you know, watching all these other teams and, and having all this information and everything working right for you, I mean, you could be the best player in the world, but when you've got crummy paint, you've got an old hit on you, uh, you have no idea what's happening on the other side of the field because you didn't watch that team. It can only be so good. Now you bring up those are all excellent points. You know, with that shout out to Nikki and Fran, uh, the pit crew for the Ironman. And in case uh, you guys go... weren't listening at home, Nick Sloyak just complimented me. So okay, carry on. I did. You know, to Todd, whatever you want to pit, man. There's you know? a timestamp. <laughs> whenever I want to pit, that's great. <laughs> <laughs> well, no, that's right. The one thing I will say though. Um, is it definitely helps to just be a player and not have to worry about things, not have to worry about your paint, about pods, about getting wiped off. Uh, it, de it definitely is something that I can appreciate and you have to earn. Yeah. But in the same sense, the one thing I will say is, you know, don't assume and no one should assume, especially if you, you're, you know, you're striving uh, to get to that pro level that once you get there, um, you know, that stuff is just going to be done for you. You still have to be you, be true to yourself. And if you want something done, go out there and just do it. Yeah. Don't wait for someone. Don't ask for someone. Uh, you know, seize that and and take control of that. Yeah. Uh, because you know that's just the way it works. You know, you have, you obviously have sacrificed time and put in the effort to get there. Um, don't don't forget who you are and the road and the path you took to get to that point, uh, and just you know shrug it off or wipe it away. Gavin's making fun of me that I'm telling you how to win. <laughs> well, you know what? I mean, you know, Todd, you and I have been doing this for a while, and, and you know, we've we we've won. To, you know, I think we've won together. You know, so I, you know, I think you're part of my success. We're part I, of each other's success. We're linked. I wish that I had the time to actually coach again. That's one thing that. Okay, I, I'm maybe I'm, I think I'm definitely a little older than Nick. Um, one <laughs> one thing that I have a problem uh, is is I'm super competitive. So when I go on that speedball field, I have to win. And um, when I don't win and things aren't going my way, I get upset. And, and, and not where I take it out on people, but I just, I, I, it, has to, it has to play out right. But I'm on that playing field and I'm two bunker moves in. I've shot a guy and I want to move up. Oh, what's that? Oh, See yeah. That? There you, you and that? I are playing together. Look at that. Where am I at here? Right here? There we go. God, we're Look handsome back then, weren't we? Yeah, shout out to Sheldon uh, <laughs> careless, careless Photography. Yeah, yeah. Careless. Well, we'll talk go. about that in a second, but like, I, so I, I, I can't, my body doesn't do what I know it should do. You know, I'm into the second or third Dorito and I'm panting and I'm like, okay, <laughs> I know I should have made that next move. I know I could have got that guy cross field, but I just need to catch my breath and my, and you know what I mean? So it's hard, but I know that I could probably coach and I could, I, you know, do a good job mentoring some younger kids, but, um, yeah, Nick. One of and it'll be my next question for you. I want to know what your your one of your best playing highlights were, and and that game was probably one of my top ten playing highlights. That was an all star game that you and I had an opportunity to play in, and uh, we were down on points in the first half of the game, which was surprising. Um, just it was surprising, but we so I got on the field. Uh, 
we scored a point. It was a quick point. We, we figured out what they were doing wrong and we capitalized on it. I came off the field and that's when we were doing X ball when it was, um, you know, two minutes between each point. And uh, I came off the field. I was out of breath because I ran up the field and I shot a couple guys and you grabbed my gun, filled my air, Chad Boucher, um, started cramming pods in me and I'm like, no, no, it's okay. And he's like, no, no, you going back out again. I'm like, okay, sure. Right. And here I am leaving you in the pits, Chad in the pits. And, um, uh, what's his name? Thomas Taylor was in there and mm -hmm. he's offering me a drink of water and, and patting me on the back and telling me to get back out there. And we won the next point and that was great. But like, that was one of my highlights. It was like, well, shouldn't you guys be on the field? Like, I, I'm, I'm glad I'm doing help, but like, shouldn't. But again, when an athlete's hot and they figured out something, you capitalize on it. And that's probably one of my, one of, one of my top tens for sure. Um, but what about you? Top, top, what are your top plays? Like moves I've made or just like games or, or just games you played or something, a highlight in paintball. I don't even care if it's the first time you came out and played paintball. What was the highlight? Oh man, I, <clears throat> if you want to talk about the first time I played, it was playing with my dad. Uh, he took me out to play with a family friend, uh, his, his, uh, father and son. And, uh, I'll never forget watching my dad run and kind of like Superman dive over a, like a fallen tree and being like, that's my dad. And then someone was shooting at him. I was like, stop shooting at my dad. <laughs> and like, we, we were playing at operation paintball, uh, that's no longer around in, um, in Northern Illinois. And uh, I think like I swapped out, we got a pump and a semi-automatic paintball gun. And I was like, I, don't, yeah, I can't be handling this pump anymore. But my dad was running and shooting with a pump gun. And I was like, yeah, that's my dad. And I was, so I was 10 years old. It was used 1995, 95, so, 96. So was he playing before you or did you guys discover? No, that was our time? first time. That was wow. our first time, both of us first time playing. And so, um, you know, that's a great memory of mine. A lot of, I have a lot of memories from that day. Um, you know, winning one of my first local series events, uh, the CPSA, the Chicago Sport, uh, Chicago Paintball Sports Association, um, winning that with Voltage, with, you know, and Surge, with the guys that I first started playing with, Chris Sosin, Greg Sosin, Mike Sosin, uh, Mike Morley. Um, I, so many memories have been built up getting on Aftershock for the first time. Jeremy Salm is the yeah. coach being like, hey, man, you got to choose, you know, between playing divisional or playing with, with Shock. And it was like a couple of weeks before we had a practice and my team was coming in to practice Aftershock. And I had to tell them, hey, guys, unfortunately, I'm not going to be playing with you this weekend. I'm playing against you. I, I'm leaving the team and I'm playing with Shock and going pro to be able to wear the Aftershock jersey uh, and represent that, to be able to put when we won in 2011, my first pro win in seven man, to beat Dynasty in seven man, arguably the best seven man or best you know professional team of all time uh, in seven man and being able to, to take that first place trophy and put it up on the wall uh, at Bad Boys Toys for Rennick. Yeah. Um, you know, a lot of us on Aftershock, you know, the vast majority of people on Aftershock got the deals that we did and got to play paintball for free because of what Aftershock made themselves to be with, the, you know, working with Billy Saransky. You know, he's he made that team what it is along with a lot of other guys. Um, 2011, we, we put a second place trophy, a third place trophy, fourth place, and whatever else we got on the wall. But to be able to put that first place trophy on there, it's something that was awesome. Um, yeah. I have so many, I have so many things uh, you know, being able to coach when I can.
you're good. Okay, we're good. I just seen the local and regional talent kick ass and play amazing baseball. Yeah. You know, I hope they keep at it. Nick, I'm gonna just I'm gonna reconnect you just to make sure because I'm gonna preach on my soapbox for just a second. So, ladies and gentlemen, if you are new to Behind the Bunker, just so you guys are aware, we are a weekly paintball show and we go live every Monday night. And uh, while we're doing this uh, this unfortunate uh, quarantine, uh, we are putting out a new live episode. Um, sorry, every Monday night and Saturday night, we're gonna try to do another live episode on Saturday night. And uh, all the other, um, um, what am I trying to say? All the other nights of the week, we're doing replays of new to you episodes. So you guys can check that out on uh, iTunes, Podomatic, anywhere where you get our podcast from, but you can also watch it on YouTube and Facebook. So thank you guys for tuning in. Um, Nick, do we have you still or did you disappear on me? All right, it looks like he has disappeared on me. So while we work on getting Nick back here, guys, thank you so much for uh, for tuning in. Uh, we're going to try to get Nick back on the show because we have a few more things we want to ask him. If you guys were watching you in the chat, they're going pretty quick, uh, but certainly try to um, yeah, try to uh, try to get your comments in here. We'll do it here. Uh, tell Nick to share the story again later. Yeah, we we absolutely will. Uh, it was an awesome story. It involved Gavin Sharma, to be honest with you. Um, yeah. Richard Knott says, sounds like he's on a coin-operated bed. <laughs> yeah, I'm not sure. Unfortunately, when our internet goes down, the first thing it kicks off is uh, all extra internets. Um, so what I'm going to do is um, I'm going to see if I can get him back again. He may have to refresh. And Nick, if you're listening, hit refresh uh, and try to reconnect us uh, again as well. Um, yeah. So as I said, ladies and gentlemen, so every week we are here live Monday nights. And during the quarantine, we're going to try to do a live show on Saturday. night. We're going to try and get uh, Joe and Josh and Gavin back together this Saturday night if uh, if we possibly can. So Nick Sloyak says, I want a video reference to that. Post a link. Let me see if I can send Nick another link here and get him back on the show. There we go. That should help him out. So again, thank you guys for, for tuning in. Uh, we've been talking with Nick Sloyak. He works for GI Sports as well as plays for uh, the Ironman, one of the longest standing pro teams out there. And I see he got my message, so hopefully... We'll be able to get him back on here in just a second. <laughs> so while we're doing that, guys, I want to bring up uh, a couple of things. Uh, if you guys get an opportunity, if it wasn't for these people, we would not be on the air. If you guys can go over and give a special thanks to GI Sports, uh, AirUps, Titman, Altima, uh, Planet Eclipse, Exalt, Enola Gay, Ninja Paintball and DLX, the manufacturer of the Lux Paintball Marker. If it wasn't those for those guys uh, helping us stay on the air, you would have something better to do on Monday nights. So thank you guys for tuning in. Um, I'm just messaging with Nick right now to see if I can get him on. Isn't this riveting TV, ladies and gentlemen? All right. 
Oh, he is back, he says. All right, let's have a look. Nick, do we have you, sir? Okay, I don't have him, so I'm going to... I. They don't hear you, so I'm going to disconnect one more time, and let's get you back. One sec. So we're going to disconnect him. And let's reconnect him. All right, do we have you now, sir? I hope so. Yeah, we do. Very good. <laughs> Sorry about that, dude. I don't know what's going on. I think it's uh, with everything that's happening on the interwebs, we are just being pulled <laughs> off the air. Um, if it was any other podcast, I know you would have ditched and been halfway home already, so I appreciate you standing through. No worries, man. Uh, unfortunately, we got cut off just when you were talking about um, uh, your highlights. Maybe uh, let's do that again real quick, but uh, uh, let's cut all the parts that it was involving myself and Gavin. <laughs> he plays paintball. Yeah, yeah, there you go. I wanted to bust out some old school gear. But his, he's been asking tonight, what is your favorite MagFed marker? He's not so much on the speedball. Do you know that Joe has never once played an NXL event, but he did get issued a penalty and had to serve it out uh, during an NXL event? <laughs> So he was coaching on the other side of the, uh, of the field, and uh, I guess he was getting frustrated, and one of our snake players wasn't really listening. So he came all the way around and said, listen, like when I'm telling you to do something, you got to do it. I'm, I'm here to help you out. Head ref saw him walk around and uh, said, you can't do that, sir. The game is still going on, and he said that for the next game, you had to serve a penalty, so he had to sit in this little box off the side of the field for our next game that we had to play. It was completely ridiculous, but Joe had to sit there and he took it. He took it amazingly. <laughs> we didn't know. I mean, technically he, I mean, the game wasn't going on. He, he was just coming over to scold a couple of the guys to say, listen, like I'm, I'm here to help you. <laughs> yes, but the beard protects you, doesn't it? Hold on, Nick, one sec. Yeah, hold on, Nick. I'm going to disconnect you one more time. This is uh, becoming rather frustrating, and hopefully uh, hopefully we have you now. Well, you sound, you sound great this entire time. Your voice is like... Isn't it, though? Like It's, it's like it's you know, a, harmonic. a beacon for me to, to, to tune into. It's like when you go into one of those big Italian churches back in the Vatican from years, go <laughs> years ago, and someone's playing a nice... Uh, <laughs> pipe organ or whatever they have there it just it just sounds great oh, i love it yeah but we do have you back everything sounds good okay so um highlights uh first time playing with my dad watching him kick ass and being like that's my dad don't shoot at him um and you know him him showing me that you know there's nothing to be afraid of because i definitely was scared playing the first couple times um how old were you 10 this is 1995 1996 did you still have facial hair <laughs> did I still have it or had I yet to grow it? You know what? At this at this point, I don't you know what? Maybe I had a little something. I don't know. Um but but playing with him for the first time, uh winning with my my first team in the local Chicagoland series of CPSA, winning um 
at the Badlands series, Chris Sosin, Greg Sosin, uh, Mr. Sosin, and Mike Morley. Um, getting on Aftershock for the first time, being able to represent that team, being able to, as I said earlier, being able to put that first place trophy um, on on Renex wall with all the other, you know, first place trophies and, and championships that that team has won. Uh, winning with Heat for the first time, you know, even now playing with, with the Ironman. I never, I never would have imagined <clears throat> playing for the Ironman and being able to be part of that organization and wearing the shield. And it's funny because, you know, I've got Billy Saransky here who left Aftershock and has won multiple championships and tournaments with that team, too many to count, and then goes to the Ironman and wins with them as well. And, you know, to be part of that legacy and that group of guys that I've looked up to, um, yeah, I mean, there's there's too many there's too many things for me to count and to put. Like, I I don't know that I can put them in order. Does so. Billy look back on his paintball career and, and with good memories? <laughs> yeah, only when he only when he's telling only when he's telling Rab that he's way better than him that his paintball gun is way more famous than he is. <laughs> Dude, there's some there. I wish I wish we could do a reality show here because the the arguments that those two get into it's just amazing like there are times i'm crying laughing it's so hard because of the stuff that those two talk about there there once a couple uh, maybe a year ago you guys broadcasted an argument and that was fantastic i, I wish you guys could do that more yeah so <laughs> i probably there's some things that have been said in those those docs that uh i've had to delete you know um and stuff but it was it was all in good fun and it's it's definitely something that we've talked about doing but you know, uh, a thing to kind of look at too is you know the changes that have happened in, in in the industry, and Billy's role in the company has changed. And so, there's definitely a a, a more serious side. It's one of those things that's, um, you know, you can go there's Sunday drivers. I think it is Maddie Marshall's monologue where it's you know, you know, men becoming boys in fields shooting each other with guns. You know, and that's every day we have those moments here, but then we have to refocus and realize, okay, yeah damn you know we are you know we are running this is a paintball company and we have to yeah. focus on what's going on and, and there's business there there's a lot bigger things that's one of the i guess the joys and the curses of being involved in the industry and the things you learn and the, the way things have to operate and you have to yeah. you have to man up and, and and grow up and and operate a different way but yeah. it, you know that's where the, the joy is too where i get to then go out and fly out to california with the ironman and play paintball and shoot people yeah you can always talk about the old days but you gotta also remember you're dealing with an interesting interesting industry right now yeah it's it's i mean geez that's a whole we can have a whole nother show about that and just talking about how things have changed from you know and how long you've been involved in the, you know as a field owner you know and, and the things that you've gone through yeah man it's it's insane we've seen some highs we've seen some lows and with and this coronavirus i have I, I don't want to get into it again but that's a whole other that's a whole other topic but speaking of the coronavirus joe kimson <laughs> is a huge <laughs> sports gambler and okay. he wants to know you guys uh with the coronavirus now first of all by you, you guys to mean u.s citizens <laughs> no i mean you as your Just team checking. okay are okay. you guys gonna have time to practice for the next event do you think the next event's actually going to materialize do you think it's going to get pushed back um betting ears want to know um i mean <clears throat> so texas is canceled Texas is not happening, and that's the first weekend of May. So you're looking at the Chicago, or not Chicago, excuse me, it would be the, uh, what is it? It's Virginia Beach, or Virginia, somewhere somewhere on the East Coast. Um, 
I, I probably think I think it'll get pushed back. Yeah. I think I mean we might even have a full season this year. I honestly I don't know. Um, and, and speaking of that, what do you think of there this you one that's floating around? Dude, I think it's the best. I've I've shout out to the PayPal standard. That's the best content yet. Um, <laughs> dude, I've, I've I've put that everywhere. The NXL put out a post congratulating us, and that was that was my first comment. Dude, I love it. Uh, yeah. But it's it's unfortunate. It's one of those things too where, you know, here's hey everyone that's watching. You know, here the 60 or whatever people that are watching, keep tuning in, man, because this is going to be the lifeblood of everyone that wants PayPal content for the next month or who knows how long. Yeah. You know, to what you do, Todd, and to what Gavin and and, and your whole crew um, do, and, and everybody else, whether it's Go Sports or uh, Ronnie Dizon and D's Docs, BKI, yeah. uh, Carl Markowski and his podcast. The list goes on and on. There's lots of outlets content. for paintball content, and and yeah. what you need to do is support them right now and. I'll be honest with you, it is hard to find content right now because paintball is not happening. And that's why I had to, basically, against my better judgment, bring Nick yeah, Sloyak on. Um, call him the, yeah, call him in. <laughs> <laughs> um, but in all honesty, I'm going to tease this right now. I've lined up someone else uh, that I'm pretty excited about, and we'll have them on in the next week or two. They're no Nick Sloyak. But they're pretty good, and I think I think people are going to want to hear from him. Um, almost as good as Brent Davis from Air Ups, I would say. Oh yeah, I see he's in here. <laughs> there you go. What's up, yeah, Brent? Yeah, yeah, love Brent Davis from Air Ups. I, I I I I do support him wholeheartedly. We've been buying bunkers from him for seven or eight years, and uh, dude, they're great bunkers, man. They are, and it's disappointing that bunkers. you know that the NXL couldn't pick them up for this year, and and I and I get all the politics behind it. It's just too bad. We we at our field, uh, both our fields, we've been, we've been buying in, indoor and outdoor bunkers from him for for years, and it's great. You know, you go in every day, and the bunkers, you look at them, and there they are, still inflated and still working, and yeah, yeah. Plus, he's a handsome fellow. You know, I wish he'd commit to a full beard, just not just the goatee. I mean, he could pull it off. I, I, he could pull it off. That's for sure. <laughs> Poor guy yeah. signs in and <laughs> yeah. Now we hey man, that's what happens, and your, the notification pops up that you're you're in here, and you start commenting. It's your free game. When you make a comment, dude, you're in. Yeah, yeah. Stop touching my face, dude. Okay, beard. Okay. <laughs> Look at, I've got we've got plenty of Purell. I'm good, man. Yeah. Stop touching my face. I'm gonna control the environment. I'm at work. Nick We're good. gave me a uh, a promise tonight that he would keep the beard comb out of the camera. It's just been tough. I've been wanting to reach for it. That's why I have this beer next to me. I've been drinking that. <laughs> and guess what? It's empty. So there you go. On to, on to other things. On to other things. Exactly. What? Yeah, uh, here. There you go. Nineteen. What is it? Nineteen. Oh, sorry. Seventeen ninety-two. Seventeen ninety-two. Foolproof, baby. Could you not Store get something a little older than that? Or it's sixty-two percent. It's one hundred twenty-five proof. <laughs> is that even allowed in Canada? Can you guys even drink that stuff? Oh yeah, I, I I do enjoy the fact that you have to ply yourself with liquor to get through one of my podcasts. Well, you know, I mean, you... <laughs> oh, yeah. there you go. I got I, yeah, I got you silent there. Hey, uh, what one of one of the last questions I want to talk to you about here is okay. You're a paintball guy. We're both paintball guys. We've been around the industry for a long, long time. We both have kids. What do you do outside of paintball to keep your sanity? There has to be something. Do you have a hobby? Do you have an interest? Uh, Aside from like Tinder, mind you, you are married. Though. Tinder, oh man, yeah, that <laughs> that yeah, I get the story. The things that popped into my head when you said that. <laughs> Maybe you should have a, you should bump your guest from next week. Yeah, um, yeah. Y- you know it's 
it's definitely one of the things in when I was um, brought back to do stuff for GI and I live in Chicago, I was working from home and it was, it was definitely a different atmosphere not having to go in and, and um, kind of do stuff because when I went in, it was to a warehouse and I was working with Pato tools, a sales rep and, and handling a lot of accounts that would drive in and pick up and, and ship orders out and still do social media, which was kind of lack, lackadaisical at the time. You're kind of just flying by the seat of our pants, but moving down here now, you know, the, the hours here are real. Like I'll come in, um, you know, luckily I've, I've been giving some, I've been given some, um, uh, what's the word? Lenience. Lenience. That's the exact word. Uh, and showing up like, you know, at 9am in the morning, you know, I'll wake up, uh, my wife does not have a job. She sits at home and takes care of our two kids and, you know, having a six month old, I've been able to wake up, uh, help make breakfast and, and do any other chores around the house and then come in. So usually I'm here around 10, <clears throat> but I usually don't get home till between, you know, seven and eight o'clock at night. So I'm here for a little while and I do have the luxury of being able to go home and um, eat, you know, eat lunch and make lunch for my family. But it's usually not for a super long time. I, I pop in, we eat food and I come right back. Yeah. So, you know, to be able to go home and, and spend time with my daughter, my four-year-old Layla and, you know, go to the park or, you know, sitting, <laughs> sitting at the end of the night and watching or trying to at least somewhat pay attention to, uh, the heart of Dixie with my wife where more, <laughs> more often than not, I'm actually on my phone answering people's Instagram or Facebook questions, you know, yeah, it's going to get worse than I've told everybody where they can reach you. Yeah. That's okay. Yeah. Uh, it's, it's always, you know, it's always fun when someone that I know comes in hot and all like talking tough on GI or whatever. And then I hit them up myself. I'm like, Hey, you know, you're talking to me on that. Like, chill out, dude. Yeah. yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. You know? And I'm here to help you. You know, as much as I come off as a dick or an asshole. Pardon my French. More of a prick, to be honest with you. Yeah, no, but we can help this team. So, whatever. I'm here to speak French. Yeah. You know, like, I love paintball and I'm here to help. And that's, you know, if you legitimately have an issue with GI to the Empire 15, um, GI, let me know and I will do everything in my power to get you a product or get you a, a piece of equipment that you need for your, your gun or, or you know, if there's your stuff failing, whatever. Yeah. Um, I'm getting way off topic from what you asked. Well, but, uh, well, before we before we reiterate, I have a I have an impending question here. I have a question: Zoe Hart or a Lemon Breland? Zoe Hart. Really? Yeah. Girls with darker hair, you can see more of their facial hair. Is that what you like? There you go. Oh yes, thank you. Yeah, I, I, I'm self-employed as well. I do. Oh, I do. Yeah. Oh, I can't. I have headphones on. I'm sorry. Yeah. <laughs> we. Uh, I, I'm self-employed as well. Between working with flaggers. What's that? Okay, I'll I'll do that while I go on my soapbox. I, I, I work for uh, for myself. We we have Flag Orders Paintball that we operate, and I also, with Behind the Bunker, this is another thing that I do. And it's nice that I can I can go to every field trip. Uh, you know, Joe and I can, can, can uh, take time off when we need to. We can spend time with our kids. I mean, yeah, it sucks because we work weekends, but on the same token, that's two days. We have every other day of the week 
that we can spend time with our kids. I sleep in in the morning with my kids, take, uh, you know, make them breakfast, take them to school. I mean, we're lucky in that aspect. And I mean, I, I, I'm not trying to flaunt that, but that's something that we definitely, um, definitely are happy about. I'd be happy about that too. Yeah. And you know what? When you have those small little people that depend on you, there's uh, forget hobbies, forget what you do. That's kind of the highlight of your day, unfortunately. So, And I do like the highlight of your career wasn't necessarily winning World Cup or winning winning uh, Las Vegas, rather, or winning any event. It was you with your dad and and monumental things when you first got to ask to play pro and, and, and stuff like that. And yeah, I mean, those, those are the ones that are the hardest ones that stick out for you. Once you've been... You know, once you go pro, you're kind of, okay, you know, that's now in a whole other bracket, but it was all that getting there and... Uh... Yeah, I think a big part of that too is being real with that journey. You know, they were, I was driving 75 miles one way to practice that you know, to be able to play at that top. So speaking of which, here's the question. When was the last time that you cared that you spilt an extra 10 balls on the ground? Yeah. I'm going to disconnect you real quick. Sorry, Nick. And I'm reconnecting you again. Yeah, I mean, that's one of the one of the things that uh, it's, it's the worst thing is when you're... Um, you know, when you're playing scenario ball and you're paying extra dollars per 100, that paint, you know, when you're playing mag fed, that, those paintballs are, that's an extra mag or that's an extra timeout in the field. Uh, when you're playing on a speedball team and you're all pooling paint and you get those guys that just don't care, they just want to get on the field and they're throwing paint like it's water out of a fountain, it's frustrating. <laughs> oh, yeah. No, it's, it's money. Yeah, exactly. People don't see that. And even if you've got 10 cases of paint and that's what you're working with at your, your practice, I mean, that's still 10 cases of paint. That's still a lot of paint that you guys are shooting. Yeah, and I, I think it probably hits... In terms of talking about paint, it probably affects me a little bit more working for a paint company and know, knowing what goes into making paint uh, and people being hypercritical of it. And it's one of the things that we're working on here at GI uh, it's been kind of put on hold without this whole pandemic thing going on, but um, you know, in making videos and kind of a paintball 101 steps on how to better educate both the recreational player and the tournament player on how to care for your paintballs, because it's one of those things where you know it's easy to always say, "Well, it's the paint sucks." Like, yeah. well, you know, dude, it's if you don't take care of it or it hasn't been taken care of, yeah, it will suck. But, you know, there are steps you have to take to put in place to make sure that your paint is working. It's because funny. Some of the best events I've ever played or points I've ever had, the paint was the best. <laughs> yeah, right? When you don't have to think about it. Yeah, 100%. Trust me, I'm with you. Yeah. Dude, Vegas for us. Vegas for us. It was it was amazing. We had probably some of the best. And this is, you know, you call me biased or whatever, but GI probably had the biggest um spread of lots of paint that were just phenomenal and you know half the pro teams are you know whatever the number is are using gi paint and so you know when it came down to sunday there wasn't much paint left yeah. and we were fortunate enough to have a great lot of paint you know and it worked for us the entire time yeah so shout out yeah. to gi sports 
Yeah, yeah. Speaking of which, guys, thank you to all of our sponsors out there, guys. Um, thank you for, for, for letting us do this every week. If it wasn't for them, we wouldn't be here. And uh, thank you to Nick for being on the show and putting up with uh, our internet bandwidth issues. I appreciate it, sir. Hey, I appreciate you. And uh, probably the second biggest highlight of your year being on being on the show tonight? Uh, you know what? I'll tell you one of the top highlights was actually being in the studio. Ah, uh, yeah. Dude, that was amazing to be able to be up in Canada and, and, you know, stop in and actually be live on set. And how pathetic the studio was. I'm just Dude, kidding. it was awesome. Are you <laughs> kidding me? It was the best. <laughs> but it was great, though, too, because, I mean, it was it was just relevant to what was happening at the time to be able to, yeah. to, to talk about the CXBL, which is, you know, not around. And still to what I today consider one of the best leagues ever to yeah. have existed. And I've played in every single conference. I started in the West. And I came to the East and I played in the Central and it, it was just a blast all the way through when I miss it. And, and for those of you that may not know, I did pay, play paintball once and Nick can attest <laughs> to that. I, I, I did okay. I Dude, did where's okay. that picture? I'll bring the picture back up. <laughs> you and me, baby, back center. All-stars. I have my all-star posters framed in my office and uh, the only thing I don't like about it is they have the date on it and that date's getting older uh, yeah, and older. Yeah, yeah. Perspective. But the achievement is still there. Oh, well. All right. Well, Nick, I'm going to say goodbye to everybody, and I'm going to say goodbye to you. Thank you very much for being on the show tonight. This has been fun. Sorry about all the technical glitches. Uh, you guys can see Iron Man number one, GI Sports, Die Paintball, and Nike. And what weapons. about weapons? There you go. Yeah. There's a couple <laughs> others. Shout out. Very good. All right, guys. Thank you for listening at home. Thank you for watching. We'll see you guys next week. See you next week. Don't be.